Listeners, you are listening to another exciting episode of Chewing the Scenery Horror Movie Podcast. This is a podcast where we friends get Talk together. Talk about the monsters. Where we, <laughs> this, is no. the, this is the monsters podcast. No. We're going episode by episode. We're watching one minute of Rob Zombie's The Monsters it's called every the Mon- week. It's the Monsters Minute. <laughs> <laughs> Who can uh, have, hold out how about for a the, whole minute? How about the three from hell, three minutes? Like, we pick, pick three minutes from three from hell. Like three random minutes? They don't have to be consecutive? <laughs> and that Halloween two, two minutes. Yeah. Ooh. Halloween kills no minutes. Yes. Halloween kills time. Uh huh. Um, where we talk about horror movie, which we will spoil. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> but first, we talk about recently watched, which we try not to spoil. Uh, we thank the Moonrays the for giving us. Did it? There's your spoiler. <laughs> we thank Rob Zombie. Now we thank uh, the Moonrays for giving us that song intro. Creature features at the top of the show. You can find their music on Amazon or Apple Music, where you can buy it digitally, or say hello to them on Facebook, where they are the Moon Dash Rays. And we are not professional critics. We're not professional nothing. We're just your hosts. I'm Richard. I'm here with Will. I'm an amateur professional. That's Will. And Jolian. Son of dad. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> so, uh, wow, we're coming off of talking about the monsters and what could be Coming better. down off this monster high. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's a good sequel, Monster High. Ooh, it's a prequel to this one. Herman finds out. That because he never got his diploma, he has he, to go back to high school. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he joins the football team. Mm-hmm. I was thinking they would set it as teenage monsters in high school, even though they don't meet till later. Mm-hmm. And we just forget about all that because it's a TV show and there's no continuity. Hmm. Bobcat Goldthwaite had an idea for a movie called Teen Christ because <clears throat> you never hear about Jesus's teen years. No, I think he was in India. I did a project for National Geographic where they talked about the Gospels that were cut out, Mm -hmm. edited out, and uh, but some of them deal with his childhood. Oh, weird! He he kills a friend. Uh Oh man, we just lost some listeners. Good riddance. No, no, no. This (laughs) this is Bible. Oh, okay. Or you know, outtakes of the Bible. Yeah, yeah. They cut out all these the juicy stories. Like he turns his, uh, he makes these birds out of mud and turns them into real birds. Wow. Um, yeah, he has some are... freaky twin show up at some point. <laughs> I don't know what it means. He's like eleven or twelve. Wow. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. At one point, he's he's he can jump off roofs and survive, but his friend can't. And gets killed. Yeah. So he brings the friend back from the dead. Wow. Were roofs really that high back then? 
<laughs> you would maybe break your leg or something, but yeah, oh yeah, but you break a leg and you're finished back in the day. Oh, yes, yeah. that's true. Bad enough scratch, your dad. Oh man, so it's kind of like being shipwrecked. Ooh, yeah. E- existing before a uh, hundred years ago, two hundred years ago, <laughs> just be like, yeah, yeah, you get a scratch, you're you're doomed. You get bit by something, forget it. Uh, um. What do we normally say after this? Like, hey, what did you watch? Yeah, yeah. I think I think I thanked them and said we thanked them. Said all the stuff. Rob Zombie. Uh, mm-hmm. Got any other projects coming up? Uh, no, no. Um, still just looking forward to Bruce Fest at the Stanley Hotel uh, first weekend of December. And um, usually I'm done with, you know, selling my art and stuff at conventions by then. But one more. Came back around for its second year. Can't say no to it. It's going to be great. There's no like spooky Christmas. I wish there was. Can and we make that next, happen? Next year there's going to be a Halloween expo, but you know. Halloween in December. Oh, I would love call it. it. You know. The revenge. Yeah. Halloween <laughs> the revenge. And it yeah. comes on the 23rd. I like this idea. Yeah. Or maybe the 22nd, because Festivus is the 23rd. Yeah, I mean, that works too. Whatever, let's just fill the calendar. You know, uh, as I mentioned last episode, they just already, you know, a week into October, they're already shoving Halloween out and putting Christmas up. What's... Thanksgiving gets nothing anymore. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, you Thanksgiving. <laughs> right. Thankless giving. But really, what what is the hurry? Are we so desperate to get to Christmas? Yes. Is it the only time we feel good? No. Sales. Is this like doing... It's all money. Is this like doing nitrous oxide hits? Yes, it's exactly... <laughs> is that what Christmas like is like? that. That's what Christmas means to me. That's what <laughs> yeah. Christmas means to me. I just wish I could get some nitrous this Christmas. <laughs> you can. <laughs> that you know, sounds like a song. <laughs> wish I could get some nitrous this so, Christmas. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> it sounds like a great nitrous new song. for Christmas. Nitrous? nitrous for christmas yeah okay here's how you do it you know there's going to be pumpkin pie and at christmas there's going to be some other dessert maybe pumpkin pie again who knows um whipped cream the tall can make sure whoever's shopping gets the tall can mm-hmm. because you're going to be doing some whippet hits off of that <laughs> and you want there to still be whipped cream left in the can but you know you buy two cans Yes. One for the dessert and one for the other dessert. You take you take a, a plastic tote and you just fill it with all the whipped cream until the whipped cream stops coming out. And then you do the rest to the nitrous. There's always lots of nitrous left at the very end. Okay, it's the holidays, so dentist office will be closed. Break in and steal the nitrous. It's a huge tank of it. Our show's taking a weird turn. <laughs> We're encouraging breaking and entering. Yeah. Well, you know what? Dentists make lots of money. They can afford. They can afford. They can afford to have the, the door fixed and replace their nitrous. Except you're going to find out they've taken the nitrous for their own Christmas party. They probably have. Why do why you know why do a cocktail party when you can just do a whip it hits party? Maybe we should do a TikTok edition of the show. <clears throat> I like that idea. What could you bring with you to the dentist that you could steal nitrous in? Yeah. Like I don't know. You cut your leg off, you build a no, fake leg. We'll just film a few minutes of us breaking into a dentist's office with some cans of whipping cream. 
Yeah. Opening up the nitrous and just having a party right there. Oh, yeah. good idea. That is TikTok material. Sounds about right. We'll be millionaires and <clears throat> yeah. in jail. Yes. Now, if you make enough money, they can't arrest you. Oh, that's true. It is America. This yeah. Is, this has been proven. The more money you have, the better you are. Mm-hmm. And the smarter you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why uh, Einstein, who was broke, was a real dumbass. <laughs> he was. Don't be as dumb as Einstein. Yeah. <laughs> I've got his book on relativity here. It's It's a good read. <laughs> uh, i don't know i found his dialogue a little weird it is weird. kind of tannier yeah yeah it's like he can't what the hell are we talking about <laughs> einstein couldn't read a room um <laughs> i would say he couldn't read <laughs> couldn't read einstein could not read um you want me to start the recently watched yeah go ahead i'm gonna start it this time uh i usually throw it to one of you but um I got to get this out of the way. Uh, as much as I had no interest in watching this, we ended up watching. Um, Dahmer well, and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> yes, Jeffrey and the Chocolate Factory. Jeffrey and uh, the Chocolate Factory. So far, they have left the Chocolate Factory out of this. But oh. we're however many episodes in. Um, I don't know how many are there. Uh, I think we're up to episode six, maybe. Uh, out of there's 10 of them five or six anyway, uh, of Dahmer monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Uh, this is a sequel to Dom and Dahmer. Yeah. Dom and Dahmer. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is, um, pretty authentic to the period. It's, it looks right and it's acted well. It's telling you a horrifying story that I'm surprised there's people who either want to relive it or know nothing about it but i guess if you're past a certain age maybe you don't have any memory of it from the news yeah <clears throat> but it was it was a lot like when the details started coming out in the news i'm like whoa ed gein move over there's another one of you in wisconsin in the same state yeah milwaukee bill rubain <laughs> jeffrey dahmer <laughs> yeah what is wrong with with, with wisconsin <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is, if you're into true crime and you want to find out how horrible it actually or is. Or cannibalism. Yeah, watch this. Um, yeah, I'm sure it'll just continue to have the same quality to it and the the horrors of what Dahmer did. And there, it's not just... What you don't know is Rob Zombie directed the last four episodes. <laughs> <laughs> they brought in a guest director. <laughs> Dahmer, monster. <laughs> monster the jeffrey dahmer story <laughs> i could just see it um then uh oh my goodness <laughs> why is it so brightly lit uh, <laughs> why is it so jokes are so stale <laughs> yeah oh my goodness um so then <laughs> This movie wor stinks worse than Jeffrey at Dahmer's apartment. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I watched something called Hellbender, mm. which uh, is, uh, the little tagline in it is, um, growing up is hell. And there's a mm. kind of uh, a cold open flashback kind of thing that shows some 
women hanging somebody who then kind of bursts in the flames and flies off and she's maybe a witch. And then the people we meet are maybe descended from said witch or other witches. Uh, this was directed by John Adams, Zelda Adams, and Toby Poser. Who Wait, all... three directors? Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah. yeah. The more directors you get, the worse that, it gets. That's worse than one director. Uh-huh. <laughs> the more writers you get, the worse it gets. Uh, yeah, they were the same writers. And it stars two of those three people. Ooh, yeah, no, that's... Uh... Yeah, it's asking for trouble. Yeah, this is independent cinema kind of maybe going wrong, going off the rails, because uh, I don't want to say bad things about, you know, somebody's efforts that are, you know, probably wasn't easy. But I will say that the movie is doing some stuff and then it's trying some stuff and then it's doing some stuff. And then all of a sudden it starts doing kind of nothing. Mm. There's a lot of just the think they ran out of material. I don't know. I don't know what went wrong, it but it's stop the monsters. It's just the mother and daughter hanging around doing kind of nothing. And the mother trying to stop the daughter from interacting with other people because she's dangerous. Doesn't know her own powers. Rather but there's than, no conflict. Uh, they just kind of wander uh, around. For yeah. Two there, hours. there is some conflict, but then after the conflict's kind of out of the way, they just kind of wander until they it's make over. a whole TV show about this guy telling his wife not to use her witchy powers. Yeah, yeah, they could do that. <laughs> that we could get Rob Zombie to direct Bewitched. Yeah, they, they should just do that. Even though we've already had a Bewitched movie starring uh, Will Ferrell and what's-her-face. Oh, that's who was in that. I was like, was Jim Carrey in that? He, who was in that? Yeah. Um, yeah, it just uh, it just kind of lost its way. So th- this came out in 2021. Um, not a fan. So then away. I was, um, scrolling through, I think it was Tubi. I'm pretty sure it was Tubi. Uh, I, I saw the legend of Boggy Creek, but it was the mystery science theater 3000 send up of it. And I thought, well, you know what? I haven't seen it. I don't care if they make fun of it. I haven't seen it. And so I start watching it and I realize that what it actually is, is not Boggy Creek 2. It's not The Legend of Boggy Creek. It is Boggy Creek 2 and The Legend Continues. So they got the title wrong. And so I start watching it and I go, wow, it's weird. It's starting out just like that sequel did. And I've seen the sequel and I didn't like it. What? Um, Yes. (laughs) A big fit, a big fit, Bigfoot movie you didn't like? Well, technically, Big, Bigfoot it's a... is where Big Feet shop. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> they have oversized uh, referee shirts they wear. Technically, it's a skunk ape. So, yeah, I could see how you wouldn't like that. Yeah, you know, um, I can handle Yeti movies, but I'm not big on Sasquatch. Yeah, this was um, the sixth episode of season ten of Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Uh-huh. They did a send up of this. Um, they could have maybe recognized that it was the sequel and titled it such, or maybe they did. And then they and, did. Okay. Uh, yeah. Whoever you watch to be mistitled it. Okay. Cause it's uh yeah, it's boggy Creek too. Yeah. Uh, Cause I don't think they could get the rights for boggy Creek one, which is maybe why you can't watch it. Yeah. I think there, there is a whole thing with ownership because I did meet, um, the daughter of the guy who wrote and directed it. Um, at, at uh, the paranormal con wing of uh, Horror Hound uh, about three years ago. And she was super. Um, 
And I was like, oh, I wish I could talk about the movie with her, but I haven't seen it. But we talked quite a bit and um, and I was inspired to see it and I have not found it since. <laughs> I've been kind of I had an eye out for it for a couple of years. Now, I will say uh, when a professor of anthropology brings three co-eds with him, I don't know if the one is supposed to be his kid, but I think it's his actual kid. Um, yeah, I think one, the, the, boy. the boy is supposed to be his son. Okay. I believe in the movie. It might have actually also been his son. Probably. But then uh, two good... Or a student he was sleeping with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which explained why he, was, he wasn't making any moves on the two good-looking women that he brought. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that, except perhaps the age difference and the power difference. Yeah, the power dynamic is a problem. Uh, yeah, it's it's got some creepy dynamics to it, which never really go over the line. So you're not really that worried about it, but it's just dumb. They're out there with this equipment that couldn't possibly have worked very well in the mid eighties. This was what? 84. Um, and it's regional. It's from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Yeah. (laughs) So it's a regional film, regional horror. And they're going to set up this perimeter with these sensors and they're going to be able to tell if anything over a certain size or weight comes into the perimeter. And all of a sudden, beep, beep, boop, boop. They know that something's coming their way and it's gigantic. And someone's out there. One of their team oh, is out it's there. It's just a Bigfoot. It's not a skunk ape. Damn. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the, the two young women go off on an adventure in the Jeep and get it stuck. Mm-hmm. All kinds of foolishness ensues. Uh the kid doesn't own a shirt, apparently. Or the professor didn't allow him to bring any shirts. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he, he, went through, he went through his luggage and went, nope, nope, nope. And he, he just threw all the shirts. What are you girls How about driving? these little cutoffs here, <laughs> yeah. Danny? Yeah. Would you be willing to wear those for a week? <laughs> and the, Guaranteed A. And the, yeah, the girls are already wearing them, but he doesn't seem to care. No. So... Yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, what's the Timmy? The kid's name was Tim. Tim Timmy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Close, Danny. Yeah, Charles Pierce was the doctor, and yeah, Chuck you. Pierce was Timmy. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, it's his son. Yeah. So it just appeared inappropriate. It just wasn't actually inappropriate. Anyway, it sucks. <clears throat> and uh, the MST3K people making fun of it didn't really make it better. <laughs> no. It, well, it did. I mean, they always do things that are funny. Yeah. <clears throat> but that was really it for me. Uh, who wants to go next? Well, I'll go. I, did you watch I anything good? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> do I ever? I don't believe movies are good. So I only pick bad ones. Then I'm never disappointed. Yeah, stay safe. Yeah. Be hurt. I, I actually watch probably... One of the worst movies ever made <laughs> until Monsters Again? came up. Boggy oh. Creek 3. No, no, no. I the watched... Legend Meanders. <laughs> feeders. 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 Have you seen Feeders? No. Have you? No. What the hell's Feeders? Feeders is a movie made by two brothers. Uh, they're from the Northeast somewhere. Okay. Uh, Polonia, I think is their last name. Polonia, something like that. Um, anyway... It's an alien invasion movie where these little rubber alien puppets come down and they have arms like pipe cleaners <laughs> and they're only maybe a foot tall and they can be easily killed by stepping on them. Um, 
They is this worse than Rock and Roll Nightmare? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's worse than <laughs> Rock and Roll Nightmare. The only thing that's not worse than is the Monsters and Roller Gator. <laughs> okay. Um, this is just two guys driving and parking a lot. Other people being eaten by aliens and really, really bad like Photoshop or MS Paint designed effects <laughs> that came out in 1996. Somehow the saucer effects look worse than any shitty 50s B film you've ever seen. Hmm. Um, they wander around a darkened house for 45 minutes doing nothing. Um, wow. Yeah, at the end, the aliens show up and they blow everything up. And then you're left waiting for a sequel, which I also watched, but I didn't feel was quite as authentic as the first one. I felt like the second one... They got. They realized they got a lot of shit for part one, mm-hmm. so they, ha ha, we were joking, oh. jokingly made the second one. So I don't. I don't like that. Charming. I, I want you to be, you know, authentic Stay true. And, and believe that you are making a work of art that is far from it. As Glenn Danzig famously said, <laughs> I don't know that I would have laughed at that part. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the part that was hilariously bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. I probably would have left the room by then. Uh, And then I watched a B movie from the early 50s or mid 50s or so uh, that I actually liked um, called She Demons, uh, which is bonkers. (laughs) She Uh, Demons? Yes. a, a, uh, A rich girl and a shitty 50s man and their <laughs> awful awful chinese sidekick who's the comedy of the film um get shipwrecked on an island run by nazis who are studying a volcano and turning tribal women into some sort of beast yeah, trying sh- to cure- show slash beast <laughs> yeah showgirl slash beast they have a, a <laughs> fucked up face because the lead nazi's trying to cure his wife of her dis- facial disfigurement because lava exploded in her face okay yeah so uh any you know i like to think this was the start of any underground n- secret nazi what, where'd you find it? Uh, Tubi? I, Tubi, probably. I've got, I've got it. <laughs> oh, good. Of course you do. <clears throat> it's uh, <clears throat> it's bad in all the right ways. Uh. It's perhaps a little long. You know, it gets a little dull wow. near the middle there. Victor Senyong is in it. He played Jimmy Chan in the Charlie Chan films. Oh, okay. That's where he's from. Yeah. He plays a terrible comic relief who's... Uh, of course. Thankfully, not stereotypical. Um, I mean, they don't give him any respect, but you get the feeling that it's more because he's kind of a dumbass than anything now I'm, I'm, racial. I'm vaguely familiar with the female lead, um, Irish McCalla. Mm-hmm. Her real name's actually Nellie, I'm, I'm finding out. She's pretty hot. Yeah, she was uh, one of the uh, uh, Vargas girls. Okay, yeah. makes yeah. sense. Yeah, so she... And she plays, you know, 
what would be a Kim Kardashian of, oh, okay. of the day. Yeah. You know, she's rich, she's spoiled, she, you know, expects a bottle of champagne on the island where they just shipwrecked. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, that kind of thing. So that was kind of the um, the blueprint for Gilligan's Island. for Maybe. Yeah, the, they uh, should have kept the Nazis and the uh, Beast <laughs> Showgirls. Beast. Show Beast. Yes. Uh, wow. So this this has an Igor in it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Wow. Is, is he a hunchback or is it just same name as a hunchback? I think he just has the same. Well, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Amazingly, John Carradine's not in it. That's true. I didn't think about that, but he's not. The Diane... Not even a voiceover. <laughs> the Diane Nellis dancers as the She-Demons. There uh-huh. you go. Do they dance? Uh, or do they, they just have some sort dancers? Sort of. Okay. They sway about a bit. Um, <laughs> they look like maybe they didn't have any time to rehearse any dance sequences, so... They just hopped around a little and... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Totally authentic uh tribal dances i believe they really put the research and care into this film yeah you got wanted to represent people authentically yeah they went all the way to 42nd street to research (laughs) (laughs) they stayed in fort lauderdale right (laughs) to research you've got mad scientist war criminal nazi people Uh uh-huh and you've got some sort of secret volcano weapon they're working on nice and on the side they're working on a face recovery program face transplants so this is early nazi exploitation yeah, yeah. there was a, a nazi zombie movie in the 40s okay was it valley of the zombies or something oh i think yeah they probably started the nazi exploitation during world war ii maybe even before <laughs> maybe <laughs> you know Wow. Wasn't like they were a real surprise. <laughs> we act like they just showed up in 1941 with the rest yeah, of the, the rest world. Of the world is like, uh, yeah, we've been fighting this for a while <laughs> yeah. and telling you about it. Yeah, you know we'll get to it. But we had to figure out how to make some money off of it first. So, Well, anything else on the list? Does it matter? I mean, that's kind of a high note to end on. Um, I, I watched a Bruce Campbell okay. film. Yeah, he played a, vil- a bald villain in a movie called Icebreaker with Sean Astin. I don't think I know this one. It's Die Hard on a ski slope. <laughs> okay. If Die Hard had been dropped as a child and ate some lead paint. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Bruce Campbell plays this villain. I don't know what his plan was other wow. than blowing up a ski lodge. And okay. he keeps talking about how it's his birthday and he's dying, but you never figure out what the hell he's doing. He's the best part of the film, and you can tell he is doing everything he can to not just walk off the set. <laughs> I mean, he was in that terrible Man with Two Brains movie that he directed. Yeah. Uh, he gave that it is all. You know, he came in and did his work. This, he he does the work, but I've not seen a Bruce Campbell movie where, I mean, granted, he's playing a grumpy villain, but just something about his performance, you can tell, like, ooh. Just not invested. Not invested. Hmm. Interesting. No. Avoid it. (laughs) 
that's enough. Okay. Oh, except I watched X Men <laughs> on uh, Jolene's request. Yeah, X Men. I watched the first one. X. Yeah, X Men. Yeah. I find it a little tacky that they start in a concentration camp for a <laughs> funny book movie. Yeah. It's uh, maybe they could have left that out. They could have just explained it. We would have gotten it. They didn't have to yeah. show us. He swallowed a magnet when he was a child. <laughs> and it didn't kill him. It made him powerful. Mm-hmm. Swallowed a magnet and wandered into Nevada testing site. And the rest is history. Yeah. I believe it was a secret Nazi island that he wandered to. Yes. Where they were uh, working on showgirls. Right. Turning him into beast in for Lake, the war effort. Lake Nevada, there's this island of Nazis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lake Mead <laughs> has a Nazi island. Mm-hmm. So what you got? I, I'm just giving everyone a chance to write down this screenplay ideas. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, you want to know what I watched? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. I did one of these weird double bills. You know, sometimes you get two movies randomly and they, they're double bills. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I watched um, Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, okay. That's the latest one? Yeah. Um, so this was so long. Oh, and there's an Lord. extended cut. Oh, yeah. We watched the extended cut. Um, it's the same plot as the first five, though. They all are. Um, so in terms of the actual plot, you know, it's like a five-minute movie. <laughs> dinosaurs, people running away from dinosaurs. Uh. Um, so the dinosaurs look great, as usual. Mm-hmm. Right? There's lots of animatronic ones in this, and the integration with the light and the weather of patterns and so on is great. Nice. Um, uh, Dewan Weiss is in it. She looks great. Um, yeah, so... so um, this is uh this has got a she she flies this plane and it's a C one one nine boxcar, right? Okay. The first Jurassic Park movie starred uh, Richard Attenborough. Okay. So we watched this movie afterwards called Flight of the Phoenix. Oh, yeah. Which is brilliant. Yeah, it is. Uh, I used to watch that. It used to be on every year in, uh-huh. in Britain. Um the ending gets you every time. Yeah. Um, but this is uh, directed by Robert Aldrich. Also over two hours long, but pff, feels, goes, feels like yeah. nothing. Um, so this, this is about a plane crash, and it's the same plane. Stars Richard Attenborough. Oh! Um, anyway, end of the cosmic coincidences. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so this, one, this one's... Um, you got uh, Jimmy Stewart as the pilot. Uh, Heidi Kruger, Peter Finch, Richard Attenborough, Ian Bannon, Ernest Borgnine, uh, Barry Chase turns up in one mirror sequence. Um, so it's great cast, and they're in this transport plane going from one oil field to Benghazi, crashes in the middle of the desert, and uh, they realize that they're going to run out of water pretty soon, and uh, no one's coming for them because they're off course, and they're at each other's throats really fast. Yeah. And it's just nail biter all the way. Uh huh. Um, yeah, it, it's uh, it's so good. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I saw that probably the first time I was about five or six, and it was one of those that my dad turned in. I was like, "You yeah. have to watch this." Oh yeah, yeah, I watched it. And I was dad. just like, "Oh my god, this is so yeah, good. so harsh." 
coincidence, speaking of coincidence, one of the A-Team episodes I watched this week ripped off the plot <laughs> and even made reference to Flight of the Phoenix. Really? Yeah. Have you wow. seen this one? Oh, I have. Yeah. Yeah. It has this brutal bit of gore in it. It's really shocking. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, you don't know who's going to die. No. It could be anyone. Um, anyway, great movie. And uh, Criterion Bore out on Blu-ray. It looks fantastic. Oh, and it's nice. like scope. It's beautiful. Ooh. Um, Crimes of the Future. How was the it? The new one with David Cronenberg. Um, so it's filmed in Greece. The location's really interesting. Got Leah Sadu. Um, Viggo Mortensen, Kristen Stewart, so what a cast. Yeah. Um, erases the lines between surgery, sex, art, mind, body, and technology, just like classic Cronenberg. Nice. Um, I nodded off a couple of times. Oh. Uh, nobody seemed that concerned about anything that was going on. It was all, it's kind of... Yeah, I've not heard great things yeah, about it. it's like this... So we're at the new frontier of evolution, but no one seems that excited about it or frightened about it or. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I find it quite boring. Hmm. <laughs> I'm afraid. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. That's too bad. Cause I, one of the things I liked about Cronenberg is all these awful things happen, but people seem to be, I don't know. They almost end in a positive yeah. note not that people escape but because they learn to accept yeah. whatever mutation or next step or yeah exactly so, so and you have you have to accept your body's going to transform and there's always interesting things happening and back in the day that was really exciting and yeah but uh um didn't work for me this one oh. uh dr strange in the multiverse of madness sam raimi mm. uh, i've seen this one i've not uh, this one requires an encyclopedic knowledge of every Marvel series, including TV series, which I haven't seen because I don't have the money to subscribe to every streaming service there is out there. Yeah, right. Um, but why you need all this homework in order to understand why one pile of pixels is punching another pile of pixels, I don't know. It's just not worth it. No. Um, uh. Reminded me of what Will was said about reading comics out of order. And with some missing. Uh-huh. <laughs> that kept me going, actually. I thought, all right, I don't really get what's going on for a good part of this movie, but, you know. Yeah, people uh, people on Reddit are always asking, like, how do I start a comic series? And it's like, you just jump in. Yeah. You don't know what's going on for probably half <laughs> the first six episode issues you read. You're like, mm, I'm kind of piecing yeah. it together. But, you know, yeah, you know, there's something else to the story. You know that's out there, but it, th there's enough there yeah. in the main story that you can follow it, but not not in this. Uh, yeah, I didn't. So I didn't care about it. You should oh. be able to identify some motivation and or some conceit, you know, for yeah. for the characters for the story. Because you know the villain is in this one, right? No, uh, I don't remember. Well, I won't give it away, but there's been a Marvel series on. Oh, I know Disney. Yeah. Where this character has gone through some kind of transformation, mm -hmm. like this character does in the comics, and becomes a major villain, although they start out as a hero. So the last movie I saw with this character in, they're a hero. But yeah. now in this, it's post the TV series, and they're the villain. So there's this like massive gap, and it's like, why? Why? What why happened? Um, so anyway, uh, didn't understand it, didn't know what the villain was after, despite 
numerous exposition dumps. This literally stops and people sit down and explain. <laughs> and I kid you oh, not, no. there's a bit where they're, they're in, they go through various dimensions and there's one dimension, they're walking down a city street. There happens to be a store which sells memories and the sidewalk is rigged with these buttons. And if you stand on them, it activates memories. So it fills you in on stuff that's happened. Wow. To, I think they should have just had a character called the editor who would come out yeah. or maybe a voiceover and go, please see issue Amazing Spider-Man yeah, 101. Hologram of Stan Lee. Yeah, exactly. Pops the, up in the uh, corner of the hey, screen. Hey, true believers. <laughs> I'm going to explain this. So, uh, Excelsior. You know. Excelsior. <laughs> Enough said. Um, <laughs> I mean, especially having spent like a week watching uh, Indian films where they would, there were no subtitles in most of them. Oh, wow. Uh, but I could follow them fine. Yeah, and 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 you know basically because they're genre movies, you know, they're pretty universal stories. But you know, it's it's a superhero comic. You should be able to follow it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, lots of eye candy, usual Raimi gags. Good. Yeah. His car, Bruce Campbell. Yep. Yeah. Arms coming out of walls. Yep. So yeah, tilted watch, camera. Uh, watched Men. Um, watched Moonfall. Oh, Roland Emmerich. Yes. Oh, compared to men. <laughs> Did you do those as a double bill? <laughs> that would be a weird double bill, wouldn't it? <laughs> I would hope that. I'd watch Men first to kind of use Moonfall as a, you yes. know, to kind of get over all that. Right. <laughs> if you watched it the other way around, you know. Yeah. I think that works well too because you get the Roland Emmerich out of your head. <laughs> Um, Halle Berry, Patrick Wilson, John Bradley, Michael Pena, Donald Sutherland. Wow. Um, starts off with the usual disaster movie soap opera subplots, but it's like swiping through them. It's like, <laughs> yeah, she used to have an ex, and he's got some bad dark thing in his past. He's got to redeem himself for you know, blah 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 blah. Let's get us out of the way. Get to the good stuff. Um, the good stuff is spectacular, and it's, it's the moon falling on the earth. It delivers on the spectacle. Um, I my favourite bit, the bit I really loved, um, was when um, there's this shuttle launch in it, and the moon is so close by this point that there's the gra gravity anomalies are just going off all over the place. So that it, the sea is, the ocean is basically going up into the sky. Uh, there's helicopters trying to take off. There's this shuttle trying to take off. People are trying to get to the helicopters, but they have to like jump in these weird ways because the gravity's gone haywire it just it's just so nuts and it's all happening at the same time i loved it wow that sounds good I and um uh, yeah, it's on <clears throat> hbo now okay um and uh, a lot of it's set in colorado oh uh there's these entirely extraneous scenes <laughs> where they go up into aspen and uh it looks like a 50s disney movie it's all fake it looks nothing like <laughs> it doesn't look like a real world at all. It just looks like this, you know, um, you know, this beautiful backdrop paintings come to life. It's yeah, this, it, it looks great. I, I so, so enjoyed it, and it goes. It doesn't just stop at the disaster stuff. It goes beyond that. It goes off into this. Um, there's this, uh, stories they come up with. That, uh, I could imagine Jack Kirby watching this movie and just grinning from ear to ear. 
it's just like feels like one of his stories where he takes this concept and just runs with it and goes nuts <laughs> sounds excellent yeah i have to check this out wow i'm not saying it's great movie no 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 really I, fun it sounds like a good b movie yeah yeah definitely wow well we're like six hours into it mm-hmm. yeah should we talk about x x men <laughs> uh well, you know, this one, I was, um, I was blissfully ignorant to anything and everything about the movie. Uh, I think I did watch a trailer prior to jumping in and watching the movie. And I felt yeah, like, and we oh, felt like it was giving everything away. Yeah. Yeah. So Will, Will was over here and we watched the movie. Um, there was one delightful moment where hand trauma happened and you and you literally yelled it was <laughs> yeah it was so you know imp- how i love hand trauma it was so just, impressive like, squeal or... i don't know i went ah <laughs> yeah yeah so it was you know i gotta say it, it was capable of getting that much of a reaction out of you i thought that was great yeah um so yeah we watched the um we I watched think i probably reacted to the nail through the foot too oh that i don't like that that was merciless because he it's a one shot he walks up on the nail oh (laughs) i knew it was gonna happen i knew going out there barefoot was stupid yeah if if, well unless you have steel shank shoes then nothing was gonna save you from that nail because it was sticking all the way out of that board Mm -hmm. and as someone who has stepped on one of those nails once in life well a couple times but once where it was really a good hit uh, it doesn't matter unless you're wearing like i said boots that have that steel shank in the sole walking yeah they're made for nails they're made for walking on nails um we jumped in and watched this after just, you know, going, all right, let's see if, if it spoils any of the movie for us. It didn't really. I mean, it gave away a couple things. Yeah, it didn't. I saw the like, trailer the old, f- quite a while ago. The old people are going to be evil. Oh, what a surprise. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it looks like Texas Chainsaw. Mm-hmm. It, it looked and felt a lot like it. And that had to have been on purpose. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's I no mean, way you know setting it in the 70s all that yeah so this uh yeah this movie is uh written directed produced and edited by ty west so he's the auteur on this one fine because he did a good job mm-hmm. uh so yeah. let him do that if that's what he's gonna do um this stars mia goth jenna ortega martin henderson Brittany snow owen campbell uh, Stephen or Stefan Ure and Scott Mascuti or Mascuti. I'm not sure how the name is pronounced. Um, it follows a cast and crew who are going to make a porno. They found a nice location, which is a uh, before Airbnb. <laughs> they just yeah. managed to find a farmhouse they could rent from an old couple that maybe wouldn't appreciate. Have fallen on hard times. Yeah, and, they yeah. need the money, but they maybe don't appreciate what these folks are doing. Yeah. These young folk. Uh, so this this jumps right in and it really does feel like Texas Chainsaw. What did you guys think going into this? I love that opening shot where it's framed looking through the barn doors. So it looks like it's the aspect ratio of a 70s film. Yeah. And there's even like something covering the, the corner, like the frame is a little off. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. And then it goes, pushes forward and it's, it becomes. You're like, oh, good. barn doors. Yeah. 
yeah that that was that was an, an ideal way to to get that part going you know get the movie uh in the right mood mm-hmm. yeah, i the, think they really did a, a great job on the uh look that it really felt like the 70s not just you know they throw up a title since yes. 1979 and then everybody looks maybe vaguely 70s but <laughs> not really right these folks looked like they belonged in the 70s everybody smoked yep you know just... <clears throat> yeah um watching um the black phone uh not to sidetrack on this for too long but it was set in uh n- northern part of denver in 1978 oh. and i can't speak to what northern denver looked like in 1978 but that movie looked and felt like yeah the 70s like they didn't they didn't try and pretty it up you know it's like as as somewhat ugly and you know dull as some stuff might have been they they let that happen or made that happen uh and this movie feels the same way it's like these are the clothes these folks would have been wearing or had access to tube top yeah women in tube tops you don't see that much anymore no It'll come back. Don't worry, Will. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Don't mourn the... I've got yoga pants. That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> That'll keep you going until tube tops come back. Yeah. Uh, um, so this... Yeah, this one has the... Uh, has the era that it's set in absolutely nailed down. No pun. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, A24 is doing it right once again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they're not messing around. They're, they're, uh, for the most part, you know, hitting home runs every time they make a movie <laughs> or at least getting a lot of good reaction. At least getting on base. Yeah. This made a good double bill with men because uh, apart from it being X-Men, <laughs> um, you have that A24 horror uh, film vibe. Uh, I think men was like, uh, uh, this is what it's about right up front. And, uh, you know, this is a significant, meaningful movie and, it, and it's an art movie um, and it delivered and all that. Uh-huh. And then this one, it kind of mocks that as as well, doesn't it? Because it's got that direct, the uh, the, the cameraman. Uh, yes. Who, 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 he's, he's like, he's he's been to film school. He knows all the yeah, French I... film directors mm-hmm. and he wants to do something fancy and the film does that. And it uses those kinds of shots and that kind of editing. Um, but it's also saying, oh, yeah, we just want to get to the the good stuff, as the cast say. And um, so it kind of mock, sends it up affectionately as well. So it's, it's, it's being affectionate both ways to both um, exploitation films and art yeah. films at the same time. That's, that, that is a good uh, double bill. So... Um... What uh, what did you think of how the the whole setup was was taking place? <laughs> they're in a van and they're heading out. Did, did it, I mean, on top of everything else, Texas Chainsaw yeah. feeling uh, was it too on the nose to do that? To have them in the in a van heading somewhere and then end up at the farmhouse? It doesn't uh, spend too long on it. No, it doesn't spend too long on it. It doesn't make it like. Is it just a nod? A self referential joke or something? Mm-hmm. They don't really dwell on it. It's a nod. Yeah. Okay. And it's enough of a trope that I think you can sort of get away with that. Well, you got that many people. That's the kind of vehicle they'd have to be in. It's either that or a station wagon. Yeah. Yeah. And there are isolated gas stations out there yeah. and all that. 
Yeah, all gas stations used to They didn't to be, get the uh, warning. That was the only thing. Yeah, there was no harbinger. Yeah, no harbinger. But there is there is a bit of harbinger work going on, do you know? It's like the uh the blonde woman who gets eaten by an the alligator, gator. she emerges from the strip club which has this big mural of this alligator and she comes out of the stomach of the alligator. Oh, <laughs> nice. I didn't notice that. Yeah. I noticed other things like uh the the producer saying something like people's eyes are gonna pop yes. out yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah 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 that's he had there were a couple lines where it like ooh, that's a foreshadowing yeah I, yeah i'll have to watch it again when the because i want to see it with a sequel yeah <clears throat> there's supposed to be a, a sequel pre- to the sequel a pre- it's going to be a prequel <laughs> yeah i guess that's yeah it. maxine spelled with three x's oh excellent yeah it's gonna. Yeah, it's a. I don't know if it's supposed. I don't know if it's gonna be a sequel with flashbacks, or an actual prequel. But it will be another one in this series. There's gonna be three of them. Cool. Yeah. Because Pearl is a prequel as well. Oh, is that maybe that's what I'm thinking? Yeah, Pearl's the one yeah. where the Pearl character is the, age <clears throat> the of old the lady is near Gotham. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm confusing myself now. She's the age of the younger Mia Goth character in X. Yes. Okay, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. One thing I don't know any of these characters' names except Pearl. Pearl. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, R.J. the cameraman or the director. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I only know that because they kept saying yeah, saw, R.J. R.J. A month ago, I can't remember. I I saw it uh, last Sunday. Okay. And I I could not remember their names right after watching it. Right. Even <laughs> watching it was like. Do they ever say anyone's name other than RJ, 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 and then Pearl? Mm, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, there, there was something interesting about how um, they they did make reference to how, you know, porno had kind of gone mainstream at the time and how they were going to cash in and get some of that money, you know. Yeah, the and, home video market. Yeah, but not just that, but the fact that, uh, you know. Debbie Does Dallas yeah. did so much money. Right. Made so much You know, money. starting with Deep Did Throat. Did so much porn. Right. <laughs> yeah, Deep Throat was like, is one of the most profitable movies ever made. Yeah. Because. One of the top three. Yeah. All of the urban and suburban people said, well, it's all this and let's go check it out. Yeah. And they all went and saw made, porn. Made so cheap and did so well. Yeah. And, uh, and then of course, by the time it got to Debbie Does Dallas and other movies like that, that were, you know, a big deal at the time. Yeah, it was it was mainstream enough, or the the shame was off of it enough to where people would go and buy a ticket, see the movie, and then home video. Yes, home video. That's well, that, that killed off the you know the big theatrical releases. Yeah, the sleazy theaters, but then it opened up billions of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> of other revenue. Well, and and so porn is still one of the biggest businesses in America. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like a, um, I read a statistic recently, um, like uh, last year, all the films made in Hollywood made about ten billion mm. put together, and porn made uh, like twelve and a half billion. Oh, and video games, yeah, made like two hundred billion or yeah. something crazy. <laughs> oh, so weird, right? But I guess if you had to sell tickets for fifty bucks a piece or more. You'd make more money. <laughs> yeah. And of course, the, the biggest the biggest losers in the uh, the changeover from 
theatrical porn to home video porn. Where the, the stories were lost. <laughs> you used to get plots. The dialogue used to have meaning. People had faces. <laughs> the Macintosh industry. The genitals. The Macintosh industry just folded. Yeah. Now the, uh, the, 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 the theater owners <laughs> lost it, you know, but then, you know, they lost their, their, maybe their businesses entirely, but then, uh, other people made billions of dollars, so you know someone lost and somebody really won, or several somebodies. So well, yeah, I know a lot of the world's cinemas had you know by this time converted to showing porn. Yeah, um, you know, a major part of the French <clears throat> film industry. Um, so once it went to home video, that's just that was it. Close the doors. Yeah. Wow. Um, th- I didn't pay attention at what point in the movie, but it got. It got to the uh, the crazy stuff pretty early on, didn't it? Mm, fairly, yeah, because you you got the the old guy. And we got we got the cold open that something was wrong, and then we flash back to, mm-hmm. you know, the actual beginning of it all. But yeah, the old guy, he's there's something off about him. Yeah, and he threatens him with a gun right away. Oh yeah, nothing like having a twelve gauge pointed right at you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you get the whole. Uh, set up with the oh it's not loaded you know what's gonna happen yes <laughs> right because you've seen a movie or two yeah yeah every gun is loaded that's one thing to remember mm-hmm. <laughs> every gun is loaded and someone's always watching yeah yep that's a couple of good points um is is there some ageism going on in this movie i, th- I think so it plays it because uh, it's a horror movie it plays it both ways you've got the horror of the aging yes but it's also because it's a horror movie sympathetic yeah um so you have this couple but um you know especially with pearl yeah she's you know that she's she's still got her young feelings you know she's she remembers being a dancer and Mm -hmm. um you know you see photos of her when she was young and um and you know she knows what um she she still has her passions and so on and yeah um so it, i think it is sympathetic towards her her especially yeah so the movie is able to say ooh old people are gross right but then yeah. also say hey but she still got feelings she feels ways about stuff yeah yeah <laughs> i imagine if you went to see this with a bunch of teenagers they'd be like screaming yeah watching that especially the the sex scene yeah um but uh well i i feel it's one of our teen friends who's been on the show took a date. <laughs> I can only right. imagine how great it was. <laughs> yes, our sometimes co-host Ziggy did <laughs> did go, oh, maybe this was a mistake. <laughs> Went in cold and told line, but took a date. Hey, it's an A24 movie. It's going to be great. Yeah, it's yeah. classy. It's yeah. classy. <laughs> and it is a great movie. But, it is. But yeah, maybe not first date material. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody needs to go on a date where the movie is totally inappropriate. Yeah, I've heard someone tell a story about uh, taking a date to Henry Portrait of a Serial oh Killer. Ooh. What did you think it was going to be about? <laughs> I mean, it tells you... I thought the, it would be funny. It tells you, know? you in the title. It would be wacky. Yeah. It's not just going to be a little... it was an ironic title. Yeah. Yeah, so the ageism, uh, yeah, it does work both ways, but... Uh, it it adds it adds a dimension to what's happening in the movie because this guy feels like he can't 
please his wife. Uh, she's got some kind of dementia. Maybe he can't control her. So she's off doing stuff. And, uh, some of that stuff turns out to be murder. Yeah. Um, man, that first guy who gets all, he gets all huffy because his girlfriend decides I want to do porn. Yes. Yeah. His innocent girlfriend is like, you're just going to jump into the game. And of course all the, the creeps are like, yeah, well, they're not necessarily creeps, but the one guy is, uh, yeah. All the women too. Yeah. They're like, yeah, do it. Get in. If you want to do it, do it. Yeah. We'll do your makeup. We'll, we'll tell you what to do. He gets all huffy and he's going to leave and just totally gets owned by that old lady. (laughs) It's in a very, uh, Argento-esque lighting scheme for that. Yeah. That scene. It's like bright red and yeah. Holy crap. That killing was just brutal. Yeah. It was rough. Yeah. So she's right out of the gate. Just like, yeah, I'm just going to start murdering people. <laughs> and, and we, we get kind of a little tease with the gator and then we're thinking, Oh, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. If you're anywhere South of a certain point in the country, assume two things. You're going to get eaten by mosquitoes for sure. Or if you've seen more than one Toby Hooper movie. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's going to be a gator. Just don't go in the water at all. They can come out of the water though. Well, yeah. Fast. Yeah. They're a lot faster than they look. Yeah. We've seen that footage of the gazelle or whatever by the side of the water and all of a sudden snap. I just saw a video where some handlers feeding two crocodiles and he starts feeding one and the other one turns around and latches onto his leg. Ah. He looks so calm, like (laughs) whacking it on the head. Like, no, like, you know, your German shepherd maybe kind of got nippy one day. No, (laughs) hit him with a newspaper. Like, that's like a a 16-foot-long crocodile that just bit your thigh. Now, to be fair, a rolled-up newspaper when wet probably has a lot more heft to it. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) So swat it with a soggy newspaper. Evidently, they can't open their jaws very... They don't have a lot of power, so you can keep their Uh. mouths closed if you get a chance to have their mouth closed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you can just do a few winds of of tape around their mouth. Yeah. They got, they got nothing left but that tail that will completely destroy you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's it. And that's it. After that, you know. Well, well there's the sharp claws. Yeah. Yeah. So really, and other than flying. that. Other than that, they're a and lot the like laser a, vision. <laughs> they're a lot like a fluffy I kitten. I may be confusing them with Superman. I do that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't remember in what order they die. I know the Huffy... I'm going to get out of here. Boyfriend gets it first. He's the first. I think the the and woman in the gator must be next because that's still daytime, isn't it? Um, no, uh, that's Mia swims with the gator before that <clears throat> happens. Right, but she doesn't actually get killed. She doesn't get killed. And then RJ gets killed that night because mm-hmm. it all takes place in one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the producer, whatever his name was, gets he goes uh, looking for rj and uh wayne wayne that's his wayne name. or he goes looking for uh whatever his girlfriend's name is yeah um lorraine and wayne notice rj is missing and they go searching yeah okay. wayne's killed with a pitchfork by pearl mm-hmm. and uh who boy it's like you thought stepping on the nail was bad <laughs> till you got the pitchfork through the eyes yeah mm-hmm. and then lorraine gets locked in the basement by the old man yeah yeah with a corpse you think she'd be the final girl in any other slasher movie yeah right 
However, no, <laughs> not as much as you might think. Uh, yeah, but, but that gator kill is the timing on it's perfect. Oh like you've yeah, got that overhead shot. And she doesn't know it's coming up behind her. Yeah, oh. and then it cuts to in front of her, and she gets up on the 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 kick. dock. Yeah, into the dock, and the timing on it's just great. You're thinking, oh, she's gonna get away. I'm such a fool for thinking it was gonna get her. All or of a sudden, it's just gonna get her lag. Yeah. But no. <laughs> no, she's completely gone. Uh, yeah, and it go, and, and it's a it's a brutal scene like Jaws. You know, the, yeah. the tearing and the blood, yeah, the death roll, churning and yeah, the, yeah, the death roll. Wow. So uh, yeah, it's pulling no punches so far. When's the movie gonna lighten up? <laughs> <laughs> when's it gonna get funny it's a romantic scene yeah yeah yeah, yeah there's that yeah <laughs> which some people would be like give me back to the gator <laughs> i want to see blood right i don't want to see old people doing it no <laughs> i'll watch gators eat people but i can't watch this and that is the ageism of the film i think yeah. you know it's gonna it's gonna deliver that as suspense and horror because some of the audience is going to be horrified by it but there's also the suspense of the character under the bed who's trying to just like okay if i stay still long enough mm-hmm. and let them get going i can sneak out maybe yeah and she has to spin like 180 and then crawl yeah yeah because she's facing the wrong way so she has to spin on her belly the other way and then crawl and out and not of... make any noise yep get to the door and uh i forget how does that ha- how does does she get their attention or does she just get away? She gets away. She, Cause she's trying to rescue her friend. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, she goes to the house and, uh, just looking, I guess. Yeah. She doesn't know the girls in the basement. No, but well, no, she hears Lorraine screaming. Okay. Cause Lorraine's knocked a hole in the door, although stupidly the wrong side where you yeah. can't reach the latches. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> you get the hand trauma. And then you get some sweet hand trauma. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Will just yiped. <laughs> yeah, I love hand trauma, eye trauma, any of those. Yeah, which we, yeah, we got eye trauma and hand trauma in this one. And foot trauma. You got mm-hmm. all three. Yeah. You know, somebody needed their teeth knocked in yeah. or out, and, uh, and it would have been, you know, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> perfect date movie. Yeah, perfect date movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and, then, and so she gets Lorraine out, and, and you think Lorraine's going to come through and, and help. Be the, be the final girl. <laughs> yeah, maybe it'll be two final girls. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but uh, no, Lorraine has no luck. That's another bit of timing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's, uh. a, that's a pretty gory scene afterwards. Yeah, um, it ends up uh, the the getaway vehicle, <laughs> and I made I made a reference to Sopranos at that part, but uh, yeah, the timing with the shooting was kind of crazy. Yeah, we were a little unclear on whether quite what had happened, but yeah, we the, figured out yeah quickly enough because um, yeah, she she, uh, she retrieved the revolver from uh-huh. the from the van, which was. You know, previously mentioned Chekhov's empty revolver. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was mentioned earlier that oh, you have the same thing in the van. You know, indicating that like the shotgun, it wasn't loaded. And you knew damn well the shotgun was loaded. But yeah. The, the, but maybe the pistol really wasn't. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah. that last shot right right when pearl pulled the trigger as well yeah and, uh, and i'm and i'm curious if it was you know five empty chambers and then the one bullet i believe that's what happened yeah were there five clicks yeah you know, a, a six shot revolver yeah i think so but in any i think of, that was the whole divine intervention line she has afterwards driving and then we have the reveal that she was a crazy minister's daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we did get the reveal from the TV show. Uh, Jolene, were you surprised by, first of all, the shooting? I mean, it's an American film, so maybe not. But <laughs> the way the shooting went down, I guess, is my question. Yeah, uh, where Lorraine gets killed. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm surprised they killed off Pearl so uh, finally, yeah, yeah. There's no coming back from that. No, no. She she blew her back out of She'll the door. She'll walk it out. <laughs> yeah, because we weren't clear whether the shotgun had kicked and knocked her back, or mm. if she was hit. But oh yeah, that's what I thought. She the recoil had thrown blowing her, out. her back. But no, I think what's her name? Yeah, with a gun, shot her. Yeah, what's that? character's name you said uh, I didn't, yeah i said it, i already uh, forgot it uh maxine maxine yeah yeah so maxine um let's see pearl tries to shoot maxine who dodges while the recoil from the shotgun does kick pearl back and causes her to break her hip so we thought she was shot but oh. she's trying to shoot her but did she actually shoot her maybe because i'm looking at a uh a synopsis that may Maybe faulty, maybe wrong. I just got that she'd been thrown back by the shotgun, and it had been mentioned previously that she has to watch uh, herself getting about the farm because she she could break her leg. That's right. true. They did say that she could yeah. break her hip. <clears throat> yeah, and, and uh, well, whatever the case, uh, she's on the ground and gets her head run over. <laughs> yeah, 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 and then rerun over. <laughs> hey, I would have. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah you they're... always make sure they're really dead. Yeah, it's like it's not one of those slashy movies where they straddle over the road, the maniac and go, "Is he really dead? Is he really <laughs> dead?" Or they just walk away and leave him. Yeah. Don't go check a pulse or anything, and then they wake up. Yeah, if someone's been trying to murder you for the whole movie, and you've got you've got a, a hand up, you know, uh, the upper hand rather, you not just did whatever happened, but, but you, you make sure the double tap or the triple tap is, is... Well, as the other movie we watched said, I don't think you will, but you probably should. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I, I didn't understand was um, the minister, because he was on TV all the time. Yeah. Um, I wondered if it was supposed to be a telephone or something like that. Oh, perhaps. But I wasn't clear about why he was the only thing that was on TV all the time. Well, I can say that I do have a memory of being in Missouri in the mid to late 70s, and there was some pro wrestling on, and it seemed like it it wasn't on a loop, but it was on twice in one day, and then it was on the next day also. So maybe it's one of those kind of deals where it's like, we don't have a whole lot of content to show y'all. Mm. So here's that crap again. <laughs> so maybe that's what it was. Maybe. 
or so serious. But uh, <laughs> maybe Pearl and whatever the old guy's name is uh, were Howard. early adapters Howard. into the home video market. Uh -huh. And they were playing that on a beta tape. Oh, that could loop. be. That could be. But it was on the store as well. Yeah. Well, it's well, popular I, I, selling. I wondered if it was going to have a supernatural element to it. Yeah. Because after a while, you figure out the, with the two women. Mm hmm. Yeah, I thought, and I mentioned to Richard while we watched it, I thought it was going to be some sort of body switch or yeah. youth stealing spell yes. she yeah. was going to do. Right. Um, Yet be, that wasn't be it. One of those satanic community movies. Mm hmm. They kind of hinted that it was. Yeah, it didn't seem like it was a great town. There were some words that kind of hinted toward, ooh, these, this one's a good specimen, but I didn't like that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? Like there was some dialogue that made you think, oh, maybe there will be a body thief thing going on. Yeah. Yeah, because he says, oh, Lorraine, you know, that girl's still in the basement. And Pearl says, eh, I don't care. I don't want her. So maybe she had bisexual tendencies? Yeah, I think that was more likely oh. than body thief. <laughs> well she she kind of recognized her younger self to some extent mm -hmm. that could yeah. be it so um impressive thing about a movie like this is like you know it it was it wasn't on it wasn't on everyone's lips there weren't people going oh my god you got to see like the witch i think you know four years ago or however long it's been the witch was kind of like, oh, yeah, you know. It came out it, in 1997. <laughs> it came out of nowhere, and a lot of people knew about it, and it was it was exciting and all this. But um, this one, and we're horror fans, kind of kind of came out of nowhere for us. Kind of surprised us a little, didn't it? Or did you, were you guys more aware of it than I was? Uh, like Kept, I said, I saw a trailer a long time ago, yeah. and then I kind of forgot about it until yeah, I think... Maybe Ziggy mentioned it. Yeah, I've heard at the, some point. I've heard it mentioned a bunch. But, and then, but nobody. You, so you yeah, I remember being it. interested in it because it's yeah. Ty West, and I like the Innkeepers and House of the Devil. Okay. Um. So I was interested in it. I wasn't like mad excited about it. But. No, I was. You know, I was interested after watching but, the trailer. You know, I was it, like, okay. every movie that's come out in the last couple of years is, you know, during times when I didn't expect to be able to see it. Yeah. Any of them, at least theatrically. You know, like, oh, yeah, this is, here's a trailer for something I'm not going to be able to see for another year or so. So I wasn't that worked, yeah. worked up about it. By anything. the time I get to see it, I will have forgotten, mm -hmm. hopefully. And the, the point I was going to make is that the, you know, the box office on something isn't always a big deal to me. I don't really care how many other people went and saw something. You know, some of my favorite movies didn't have a big theatrical turnout. This, however, the budget was a million dollars. It made 14.5. Oh, nice. At the box office. And we're not even talking streaming. Yeah. You know, where people did have to pay for it or whatever percentage of your subscription to HBO or Showtime. I think it was Showtime. Yeah. Uh, but wow, you know, like it, it really delivered, for me anyway, um, a, a bunch of surprises and a bunch of interesting story. Uh, interesting turns and twists and uh, you weren't unsatisfied because somebody did get away. <laughs> yeah. I, I like how the, the, 
coke snorting porno actress as the survivor. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you go, go. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have to punish her because she yeah, has she's uh, doing what she wants. She has a lifestyle choice and, and a vice <laughs> that maybe a lot of people don't agree with. Mm-hmm. So what? That doesn't mean she can't survive. Yeah. You know, I've known plenty of people who've overcome drug problems and oh, go, yeah. gone on to have productive lives and who maybe weren't bad people to start with, just fell into a substance. So be it. So cool. She's, you know, she's the one that got away. Yeah. The final she girl. She would have been punished in any other movie. Yeah. Yeah. Someone would have like bashed her in the back of the head while she was snorting a line or something, something like that. Or poisoned yeah. the coke or whatever. Yeah, right. Pearl would have dodged her somehow and clobbered her. Yeah. Right. But we didn't get that. We and, had... you know, Lorraine wouldn't have had sex. Would have mm-hmm. talked about it, but not actually mm-hmm. done it and then survived. Yes. Because yeah. she's virginal. Right. Yeah, she could have chickened out at the last yeah. minute and not going to film the scene. Uh, did you find, this is total side note, because I'm just thinking of the time it's set in. You know, it's supposed to be in, you know, what, what, did 79. It, 79. Uh, it, until recently, it's kind of a big, it was a big deal if someone was going to do their first interracial porn scene in a movie or whatever. Uh, they seem pretty nonchalant about it. It's not like there was no question of like, oh, is this going to be a problem for getting the right audience for our film? You know, the, yeah, the, the, um, that there's a black lead. Yeah, I found the crew was really benign and friendly and supportive towards each other. Mm-hmm. That didn't ring true right. to me. Uh, I imagine uh, porn that, you know, either... Directly or indirectly, there's much more pressure on people to do things they don't really want to do. Right. Um, this one, they're all like a bunch of hippies. Yeah. yeah. They're just uh, like, yay, we're all going to make this nice thing. nice to each other, you know, do what you want to do, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I find them too benign to be convincing. Uh, right. You know, how I imagine a film crew like that would be. Yeah, and I do, <clears throat> and I do think that there would have been you know, at least some conversation about like, how, how is this going to be received? Yeah. How's it, how's this going to play in the South? Right. It think... could have been more like this guy has got an impressive dick. <laughs> We're putting him in a movie because you did see it yes. in silhouette and it was ridiculous. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, could be. Yeah, they didn't have you know, didn't have anyone else. Yeah, was both equipped and willing. Right, well, that could be because they've got a fairly small circle of friends and circle of influence. Yeah, so yeah, that could be it. Because you know, the, and the reason I say this is because I've I've heard adult film stars uh, having conversations about this on podcasts or whatever, where they've said, yeah, you know, that until recently. They made a big deal about it. Oh, so-and-so is doing her first interracial scene or whatever. And it's like, what year is this <laughs> that we're still talking about that? And I ask myself that all the time. <laughs> what year is this? What year is this? Yeah. It's like, people should just be able to get with who they want to get with. It shouldn't, uh, there shouldn't be a big deal about it. But I understand that if it's 1978 or 79, that there would still be some, some stuff. Even well into the 80s or 90s, but whatever. Yeah, when nowadays, you know, a cartoon character can turn out to be gay and no one mentions it. Yeah. It's not headlines. Yeah. Yeah, if you... But if a mermaid's black, people lose their shit. (laughs) Right. 
Yeah, if you didn't know that something was up with Velma, then you just aren't paying attention when you watch <laughs> Scooby-Doo. Yeah, I thought that was widely known. Yeah, if you if you didn't figure out that, that Shaggy's smoking a joint off, off camera. What Scooby what? snacks are. <laughs> right. And if Fred's ascot didn't give him away. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, it's the mystery mobile, not the love wagon. Yeah. 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 It is the shag wagon. Where innocence wagon. gives away to mystery. <laughs> right. Oh. All right, let's do the recommends. Yes, definitely. Jolien? It's got both sex and violence. Mm-hmm. What more do you want? Two of my favorite hobbies. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, really looking forward to seeing the pearl. And yeah. Maxine, is it? Yeah. Yep, with three X's. Um, yeah, I was I was mistaken earlier. I, uh, yeah, Pearl is the prequel and Maxine will be the sequel. Uh, yeah, duh, I recommend this. It's great. Um, make more of the, these kinds of things. Well, obviously they're going to make three of them, but um, you know, outside of these three, make more things this good. Yeah. <laughs> Ty West's The a Monsters. Nice, <laughs> That's what I want. You know, a nice sort of exploitation kind of horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. yeah, it doesn't have to be awful in its exploitive uh work and uh you will be horrified and entertained, which is what you want. Yeah. So that being said, we're getting closer to Halloween. I think next time we next time we record Okay. Uh, the, the wolves are out. Do you want to do a quiz? I can do that. We, let's, we could do a quiz, yes, and I think we should do some lists. Um, I think we've done this before. It's been long enough that I've forgotten what I said last time. Like We've done party lists. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do a different theme this time? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, um, maybe we could each pick a genre and give a list okay. of our five favorite of that genre. Um, you mean like a sub-genre of horror? Yeah, well, yeah, subgenre of horror. My five favorite regional horror movies. There's a good one. Skunk Ape. Skunk Ape. <laughs> uh, Wisconsin Samurai. <laughs> uh, there's so many of those. There's so many. Uh, Fish Doctor. <laughs> uh, these are the actual names. I have to think of two more. Yeah, well, let's not do it now, though. Let's do this next time we record. Sure. But, uh, yeah, we'll we'll do our Halloween extravaganza. We'll have some special episodes. Um, I, I think I want to do werewolf movies. I think that's what I want to talk about. My I got one for you. Yeah? <laughs> if you can find it. It's probably on YouTube. Lichen Colony. Lichen Colony. Yeah. I think I'm going to uh, not be liking it. No. No, you will not. It has some of the worst shitty special effects you'll ever see like they couldn't afford to break a piece of glass oh so they used a computer from about 1994 to animate shards of glass flying down no Uh, another character has a tattoo on the back of his neck that is clearly just put on there with whatever ms paint ms paint (laughs) it's moving while the character or it stays in the same place and the character keeps moving they couldn't just draw a tattoo or didn't, get one of those ink pencils. Didn't they have to do a moving mat to cover up a big booger of cocaine in uh, the, the Woodstock movie? Who was it that w- I'm trying to think of which rock star or musician it was. 
all of them all of them. <laughs> well all of them obviously but they but they were filming kind of from a low angle okay and uh couldn't see past the snow yeah, yeah it's like the, so they had to make a moving mat so as he's singing they're matting out the big rock of coke hanging out of his nostril <laughs> sounds like the same thing yeah yeah it'll look yeah. real don't the, worry uh the werewolves we'll fix it in post one of them looks like I don't know, a guy with who glued some fur on his chest and put a lumpy furry pillow on his head. <clears throat> uh, the other one is a straight-up fursuit. Ugh. Dude. Apparently, the, the, in the uh, Werewolf by Night film that just came out, uh, unfortunately, oh. it's on Disney. Oh. Uh, yeah, they, they didn't go with CG. They used a suit. Oh. It apparently, it looks good. Wow, that's impressive because we've talked about this. Werewolf movies are hard to pull off because it's hard to get a real werewolf that will sign all those release forms. You know, yeah. they don't like to be on film. They can only do certain hours. Yeah, they only yeah. They will probably eat a cast member too. Yeah. Try to keep some you know pages around. Yeah, long list of craft services at the end of <laughs> yeah. werewolf movies. <laughs> Yeah, like a. Hey, half of these craft services are also people who were in the film. Weird. Not heard from again. Yeah. Yeah, Julian, any idea what uh, maybe a top five of a subgenre you would want to okay, cover? Pick me a stupid subgenre and I'll find top five for you. Oh, okay. I can throw it to you. Um, sure. Let's see. Um, How about international horror? That's kind of big. Yeah, well, yeah we got to narrow it pick down. whatever country you want. How I'm about. Throw a dart. I have I have an idea. How about a uh, a female take on a on a uh, monster or villain? You know, like uh, top five lesbian vampire movies. Hey, that's, yeah, that's even better. But uh, I was thinking like Lady Frankenstein type. Oh yeah, yeah. Like we've ladyfied the the monster. Okay, yeah, it's Lady Frankenstein. Yeah, there's got to be lady werewolves and lady, lady Godzilla. There are definitely werewolf women movies. Yeah, so I would say that yeah, let's let's do the 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 female version of the previously known to be male monsters and villains. Okay, I, I I'm sure I I put that as eloquently as I could. Um, the listeners don't know what we mean. Uh, maybe we'll you know tune that up before we do our Halloween show. No, you don't think so? How about monsters with no discernible gender? Ooh, there yeah, you go. There's your, like Jaws. Non-binary, <laughs> non, non-binary, non-binary monsters. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of monsters. It's just we assume their gender. We don't know. Like Godzilla never says, "Hold on, I gotta go," and then we see him. Godzilla has a baby. Uh, yeah. yeah, he is referred to as King of the Monsters. He is, yeah, by humans. But that may just be a title issue, you know. No matter who was reigning, was called the king. Right, they didn't have all the pronouns in action back then. Yeah. Hmm. Thoughts. Yes. I love people who are upset at pronouns. They them are attacking the city. They them. <laughs> yeah. Well, we could. There's a movie called They Them, and the slash in the middle is supposed to be They Slash Them. Oh. oh, interesting. I don't know if it's any good, but Sounds it's good. a clever pun, I thought. Yes. Um, yeah, so I don't know if so it's out it's yet. It's about non-binary giant ants. I hope. 
<laughs> I really hope. Them really was a great movie. Yeah. They were all female, though. They're ants. That's true. Oh, yeah, good point. Uh, shall we call it a show? Let's call it a show. It's a show. Listeners, thank you for listening. Stay off the Mars. Stay out of Texas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>